0: Welcome to the Balanced Being Podcast with Gunisodi. Your life made simple. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Balanced Being Podcast with Guni Sodi. I hope you guys are doing wonderful. You guys are enjoying the summer months. Well, really depends. If you guys are in the Northern Hemisphere, yes, you guys are enjoying the summer months, Southern Hemisphere, you know, you guys get into winter. And I'm saying that because we have a diverse audience base. A lot of our audiences in the United States, but then we also have our New Zealand and Australia folks that listen as well. So thank you guys for that. Today, I have somebody on here that is really special and is focusing on energy healing and mind and body energy healing. And I, as soon as the invite or the biography or the person came across my desk and my team was like, you got to take a look at this, I connected right away because as you guys know, I've done some energy work. I've dabbled with it. I've done pranic healing as well. And it's just so fascinating because the thing that makes energy healing so just, it, it's something somehow like intuitively clicks is just how much sense it makes. Ooh. And you can connect its simplicity to almost every function of the human body. And you're just like, oh my God, that makes sense. That color, there's a reason that, 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 that certain things are a certain color. Okay, that makes sense. There's a, there's a reason that in Ayurveda, why turmeric is a certain color and why turmeric is anti-inflammatory. It makes sense. And it aligns with energy healing. So I'm super excited for this conversation. And again, I just want to also say that you guys, if you guys enjoy the content, subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends and just kind of, you know, message us. We'd love to hear from you. But without further ado, I'd like to get into it. And I'd like to welcome my guest, Dr. Allison J.K. Dr. Allison has secrets no one else uses to upgrade inspire and disrupt old paradigms within her community and the collective just think about that that's awesome i can't wait to get into those she is an award-winning number one international best-selling author and the founder of vibrational upgrade system she is an experienced subtle energies practitioner and natural healer with a holistic approach towards helping others thrive in mind body and spirit let me guess where where else have you heard that mind body and spirit ayurveda so it's 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 so interesting this is reinforced by her 10 years in Asia, studying subtle energies and ancient wisdom with 20 years working in and teaching yoga, meditation, energy medicine, mind-body fitness, longevity, and holistic health with a specialized focus on the chakra system. Dr. Allison brings a unique perspective that facilitates massive change. Dr. Allison, I want to welcome you to the podcast and just say, wow, I, I don't think for the past 20 years you've been up to anything, right? From, from the credentials. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thanks, Jenny. Yeah. yeah.
0: It it's so fascinating that energy healing is beginning to really catch up. And I think people are really understanding that everything that we send out, our frequency, our vibration, they're all composed of energy. It's kind of how we also attract certain things to us. It's it's the energies, emotions are energy in motion. Before we get into the conversation, I always like to ask people this question: is how did you get into this work? Tell me, tell me your story. Everyone has that, maybe those instances or those circumstances that, that gets them into this work. Is it, was it a calling that you wanted to explore more? Was it, was it that somebody needed help? So I'm always interested to understand why you're doing what you are now and if you can just kind of connect the dots backwards.
1: Okay, you ready?
0: I am ready. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> I-
1: All right. I grew up walking through the woods with my older brother and I have two younger brothers. So they weren't born yet. And so he would be in front of me jumping on the dead tree limbs and breaking them even more, like doing the boyish kind of stuff. And I'd be behind him, like just looking around and connecting with everything and down on the ground level, like with the elementals and the dragonflies and the little cloves and the little um, plants that happen in between grass out in nature. And then at the Creek that we live next door to, and just feeling totally connected to everything. And then when I was in my teens, I was guided to just start writing the journal. And in that, I started to bring down that connection even more and start to talk to my higher self, the voice of the divine. And so I've, I've lived with this connection and around, I don't know, 12, age 12, my mom said to me, Allison, you have such a natural understanding of people. You should consider going into psychology. It's so amazing
0: that your mom picked that up that early and encouraged that. That's awesome.
1: She's highly intuitive. She's, She's awesome. Yeah. I got lucky there. So it felt right. So I did it. But then when I was in uh, my third semester in my bachelor's program for psychology, I was horrified because it didn't feel at all like they were showing me how to be the most thriving, happiest version of myself and how to help others do that.
0: So one second, if I can ask you, what about that? Like, that's so interesting that you said that, like, what did not resonate with you? Because I think the audience would be curious to know, like, what about that did not resonate like that, that totally threw you off?
1: Let me say it this way. My first book that I wrote that started as my dissertation, um, my last year in Asia, is called What If There's Nothing Wrong? The biggest book that exists in the Western medical totem the, from within the American system is the list of psychological issues to then medicate. So the approach was, the, at the time, psychology was trying to prove itself as a hard science. So there was a lot of focus on the hard wiring, which is great to understand. But then it was taken to industrial application for management purposes with HR. There wasn't. It was an approach from what if everything's wrong rather than what if there's nothing wrong and we have this innate system given to us to thrive and how to, how to work our system like a flute, like an instrument that it is for the, th- the inherent thriving that I sensed were created to enjoy. So it was too problem focused. So I went into a couple of other majors to study sociology and then politics and marketing and how the marketing creates our conditioning and ended up with an English literature background, which will come into play in a little bit. So I was studying humans and society and politics and it all through an art form with my focus being on creative writing. I took yoga my second semester as an elective in college, and I took personal training my first semester and both of those I'm, I'm certified in. Oh, nice. So- yeah, it was, it was interesting. So then I moved to San Francisco to go for my master's in creative writing and some synchronicity came in. But before I talk about that synchronicity, I was meanwhile going to the Chinatown, which I think San Francisco's Chinatown is the best in our country. And, it's
0: amazing. Uh, I've been there. It's amazing. Isn't it? Very diverse. I yeah. mean, this is nuts.
1: Really genuine offerings. Yeah yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you don't, you don't just have like one or two shops. I mean, it's it's diverse. You got everything there.
1: <laughs> and multiple so, blocks. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It's really cool.
1: Yeah, so I, I picked up an I Ching book and started reading the I Ching. I was already into the Asian, just naturally interested in the Asian approach of, with their ancient wisdom, which is a holistic approach, understanding you know, that there's a connection between the mind, the body, and the spirit, which psychology, Western psych gave me none of. Okay, so synchronicities have it that I end up, instead of waiting tables while I waited to hear back about my master's um, getting in, I got offered a job in politics as an organizer. Interesting. And it was to protect the environment. Um, and elect people to both the California State Assembly as well as the federal level who are going to write legislation to protect the environment, not just vote wow. for bills. It was so logical. It was such- it, it,
0: that literally probably was a divine offering,
1: <laughs> right? It was. It was brilliant. The person who came up with it, I didn't come up with that idea. It was so I, I, I hit my stride because I was so impassioned about it, and I quickly went up the ladder, so to speak, and went into management and got put on these campaigns that were like, I helped ultimately get the first woman, Latina woman elected to the California state assembly, who then saved the last bit of green space in the LA basin. So because of that success, they put me in an even more intense race to be the organizer for up in the Sierra Nevadas, between a developer and a person who wants to protect the Sierra, who wanted to protect the Sierra Nevadas. And so I was dealing with a lot of stress. So I was walking through a bookstore in San Francisco and a book jumped off the shelf and landed at my feet. And I, I mean, I could have just walked on it, but of course, it's just shaking your head, right? You don't do that. Uh,
0: it, that I'm shaking my head because I've, I've heard this a few times before and it's so amazing every time.
1: Yeah, there is definitely more to life than the physical, for sure.
0: So sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but that, I, every time no, somebody he, says that, it's like it's beautiful. That's awesome.
1: I love not just like downloading my story because I, I go on so many, I give so many interviews. It's great to have the interaction. Thank you. <laughs>
0: absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: I, I learned to meditate and I, it, it was such a natural fit for me. My hubris, not so much, but just being so an aligned natural fit for me. I ended up teaching it within a year. Wow. Which is outrageous in some regards fast forward now i left politics that campaign season's over and i backpack overseas for Mm -hmm. six months and then i come back to the states and do um, my master's in public administration focusing on public policy specifically environmental policy so i get that master's in the last year i start i I was still teaching now meditation to adults in the community and I learned my first energy medicine modality the last year as I was graduating. That's not true actually. I had already graduated and I was you know that feeling when doors close and it, like something isn't proceeding when you're you're putting out all these resumes so to speak and so nothing was happening that with grace and ease. So I stepped back and I was like, "Okay, what's going on here?" And I asked the question because I was applying to both NGOs or nonprofits as well as governmental Agencies to protect the environment. And it wasn't happening. And so I stepped back and asked, What are you trying to show me? And what I got intuitively was that the consciousness around fossil fuel usage in the marketplace wasn't ready to shift at all yet. And ironically, I found out later this is when Al Gore came out of politics and created an Inconvenient Truth, the movie won a Nobel Peace Prize for. So I went in, so I understood okay, so if change is going to happen, it's one consciousness at a time. So I then ultimately relied on my bachelors and went into the classroom to teach English and was in, then I formed clubs for like boys, especially getting labeled as ADD and ADHD at the middle school level to teach them meditation. I even, I was already doing Qigong. I wasn't yet a teacher at that point. And so I would take them outside and help show them how to interact with the trees. So they could realize that there was something beyond their thoughts and their hyperness about two and a half years into that gig. I was doing a session alongside, I was offering energy medicine and holistic health and wellness sessions as a second revenue stream. And so on a Saturday, I was treating a woman. She was like in her fourth session of a package of 10 and getting great results. Both of us were really excited and happy and pleased. And so I had my hands over her third and second chakra. And I just looked up And the, I'll never forget this. It's so clear. I looked up and I was just like, how can I get even more robust results for my clients? And at the same time around, like within a month's time, I don't know, maybe even a week's time. My memory is vague on the timing here, but it was close. I was looking at my checkbook back before digital banking, and I wasn't happy with what I was seeing. I had a master's. I hadn't taken out a student loan, but the last year, because I was also now doing an internship with the Audubon Society and more teaching in the community. And so I just was spread thin. So I I, I got a small loan. I wasn't having ease covering that. Pay back my basic housing, my basic car. I did want organic food. I did want a massage per week. I considered both of those preventative health 101. So I was like, this isn't okay. Also, I felt caged. I had already lived around the world, not around the world. I already traveled halfway around the world and lived in other countries for months at a time. And I knew I needed a sense of adventure. And I felt like, is this my track for two decades, three decades? This, right, okay. right. this is right, Right. It's just not okay. So I ultimately asked, a version of what else is possible and a colleague talked to me came in within days and told me about the international school system so i did what i had to do went and interviewed and got job offers around the world and chose asia to go to so i I became a department chair and administrator as well as a classroom teacher while running energy medicine sessions alongside still to local chinese and expats nice And and then traveling to monasteries like i even my daily runs One place that I loved to run was behind a monastery. And I would interact with the monks and ask questions and go tour the monasteries all around the island. Um, I would get holistic health treatments and sit there and ask them questions with my choppy Chinese that they would always make fun of. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I definitely wasn't fluent. I was good, but I wasn't fluent. So I, I, I traveled all throughout Southeast Asia and the Chinese New Year break in between semesters and just learned and started to piece together based on what I had already been doing and learning in the States basically answering the question, how do I get more robust results for my clients? So I came back to the States after a decade with the mission of, man, it's kind of like what you said in the beginning. If people in the West only understood how to work with their consciousness and their subtle energy system, there would be so much less suffering and struggle if we valued that. So that's my mission. And then my second mission has become to professionalize the field of energy medicine, where it's not like people dabbling in it or offering it because they get turned on to it. They offer it to a family member or a friend because I think it's going to help. And the family member friend's resistant or it's yeah. dabbling or it's called, I don't even like, like energy work where you dabble with it. It's it's, it's something that is a science. It's ancient, based on ancient wisdom. It's been studied through the naturalist observation for centuries, to, and it works. So I, I come at it from an approach of the human potential. So 10% of our choices are made from the front of our brain, the thoughts we can hear, the ego mind, while 90% is made, the choices every day that we do and don't see as possible choices, all of it's from the back of that house consciousness. So I work to clear it so that it becomes unblocked, it becomes awakened, fresh circulating vital life force energy or chi or prana. And then we have it to be more present to make more enlivened choices as we go about co-creating our lives. So it's about living up to our human potential. It's not about like healing. I used to, I used to do that. I used to work with cancer successfully in in digestive issues and chronic back pain. And, And it's just once something becomes physicalized, subtle energy it takes longer, obviously, to break it down. If I'm dealing with the spectrum of spirit, mental, or emotional, that's still relatively subtle on the scale, right. compared to physical, so that subtle energy is easier to get to. Subtle energy is easier to use, applied in those capacities. So instead of dematerializing matter, as I was doing for quite a while, I'm now helping people materialize energy into matter. That's I mean,
0: amazing. And of that's amazing! Amazing! Wow! What yeah, a, what a story.
1: about that? Because I, I actually honor your feedback. I'd like to hear it because you're pretty well versed. Uh,
0: what I think is amazing about that is your journey. You know, you you always had a focus on how can I help my clients further. You wanted to further your work. You you were curious. You were you were going to the monasteries, asking the monks, and I think you came back and almost decompressed that and audited what you were doing, and then formulated your own kind of system. And I think that's what we were talking about earlier. That's what makes you unique, possibly, right? I mean, and helping people that way. Having a constant focus and the awareness of, okay, there's different energies. The physical requires something else. The emotional, mental requires something else. I think that, that's amazing to me because I've seen some energy healers and, and what I really like is how you do want to give an official standardization to it because I think that is, that is needed. That'll yeah. take it from being, quote unquote, and I apologize, that'll take it from being woo sometimes work that people look at it and people look at Ayurveda the same way too sometimes to be honest with you, to officially making it standardized and to treat it like an actual you know, modality that is well-researched at all, and, and, it, and it has the backing of it. So I think that's the amazing part. What I'd kind of like to get in into um, a little bit is I like some of the, the things that you were mentioning earlier, but I want to talk about some of the topics that I feel you're very comfortable and very well versed with. So it's, it's interesting. We can get, I want to get into the manifestation after this question, though. And this is, this is one of the topics that, that you know we kind of were looking at, and it says, "A victim no more. channeling your power to live the life you want. Why do you believe so many of us get stuck? into thinking we are the victim. Is it that 90-10? Is it that 90% that runs on autopilot? Or is it like what you were saying is that you simply took the students outside, the ADHD students, and you got them out of their head and they were like, oh my God, like, holy crap, that story that I'm telling in my mind is just not real. Like, it, it, it's not real. And it's so interesting because I've seen this put, like, true healing, true transformation can happen in seconds. I've seen it, Dr. Allison. You don't need to go to keep on doing it for years or months. Or, I've seen it happen, a shift in an in instant. So why do you think so many of us get stuck in these self-defeating, self-sabotaging negative patterns? Through your energy work, what, is, what have you seen is a similarity from one person to the next?
1: It's funny because I just did a post today about not being a victim anymore. And what I've been saying lately is when I say victim, I don't even necessarily mean as a race victimized or as a gender victimized. Correct,
0: correct. yeah, neither am I. Yep, 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 we're on the same wavelength. Yeah, we're on the same wavelength, yep.
1: A victim to our own storyline. One of the key aspects I feel like people seem to really, like they'll walk to the edge and they'll look over and then they'll step back. They get a sense of the freedom they get a sense of being yoked, as yoga meat translates from Sanskrit to English. Being yoked with the divine, they get a sense of the power, the immensity of it. It's too much. So it's it's as Marion Williamson has said, we're, people are more afraid of their light than really their dark.
0: that, it, that, that is so. And I apologize. I I, I just want to share one thing. I was I was on a silent retreat with Muji. Have you heard of Muji? Who Muji is? Mm-mm. He does songs, and he talks about just, you know, enlightenment and everything. And I went to a, a silent retreat. You're so spot on. I, I was at the point where just like feeling amazing and just so connected. But then fear popped up. And you know what? What's like stupid, silly things that I look back at it. But it got me there. Like, if you if you become this, you, you can't have a family. You yep, can't have yep, you, can't, yep. you can't you what can't you can't have
1: give up in order to be. Yeah,
0: there? correct. I can't have a business. I can't do this. And that stuff is—it comes at you powerful. Like you, you're like, "Holy crap!" Like, "Whoa, where, where is this coming from?" And it shook me. But then, being in that atmosphere, in that environment, I—I I went up and asked him, and it was the funniest thing ever. And it just dispelled it. But you're right; it's that fear, like fear of, "Oh my God, I have to let go of this." And like you said, you said it so beautifully. Like, what do I have to give up?
1: So it's—it's it's interesting because in the clearing statement for the vibration upgrade system that I run, it's. It works on conditioning. So the conditioning is in great part on planet earth in the collective unconscious is that old either religious organization of the West, like the Catholic, Catholicism. I need an authority figure outside of me to connect me to the divine, uh. which also translates to our medical care system. So there is some bit of collective conditioning around authority and, and who am I to step into that level of authority that is, is, is unconscious but loud? I see um, at the imprint level from parents where they may have had a parent or both parents who were not self aware, never mind self realized, who focused on the external. This happens a lot in America, you know, the external measurements of success. And, and so the imprinting isn't, and, and even, okay, I could go on, I won't. But then there's, <laughs> there's karma too. I'm listing the causes that are in the, like when I go into a verbal mm-hmm. vibrational great clearing statement that I teach my practitioners to do, I'm listing imprints from parents and lineage. I'm listing conditioning. I'm, when I say listing, I'm clearing it. Free floating thoughts and traumas. So when we have a trauma, we end up having unconscious conclusions around, okay, now that that has happened, what do I have to do to protect myself and keep myself safe from that happening again. And so all these adoptive behaviors are adapted. So that's free floating thoughts and traumas. Then there's karma, which is huge and just pops when it pops and in past a lot. So in that karma, then there's contracts, there's oaths, there's vows we've taken in multiple lifetimes. I see a lot of the time what's happening across the planet, it seems like is people learning how to step into their power and into their light and be the co-creators instead of not that. So we're, there's more I could go into, but we're in a huge paradigm shift right now. I mean, it's- It's 20- exciting. It's exciting. Totally exciting. Yeah. And we're in the building phase now, the breakdown, the crumbling of the old paradigm, 2012 to 2019, 2020, we could say. And now from here till 2032, we're in the constructing, the building phase, which requires each of us to step into our empowerment as a co-creator, co-creating this new- Paradigm together, this new golden era that's going to be much better than what we we're coming out of. We're in what's considered humanity's greatest evolutionary leap ever. It's on my second book. That's the subtitle: using humanity's evolutionary transition. My publisher demanded I put that on as a subtitle because he knows my work. So it's so much bigger. One of the places that I see people really get locked down to. So the basic premise in Buddhism is every human mind is neurotic. Here are the tools to work with your own particular flavor. it's so interesting isn't it it's so different than something wrong to fix instead it's more like an unraveling and, and then an empowering and so then i bring that i connect that with the using the chakra system because it is the intersection of mind body and spirit it's the most potent way for me to go in and access all that i can and shift as much as possible all at once and with every chakra covering a certain aspect of life and i'm able to easily intuit a person's inherent blocks and go right in there and start doing the clearing and work and then the activation work for the positive. And then the second half of vibrational upgrade system is not just the energy medicine, then it's the applied mindfulness. So it's not about like having presence when eating an apple and appreciating it. Applied mindfulness means if I have always thought that I don't have the right to have this level of empowerment, if I have been conditioned to believe that the light in this level of authority of being able to create is meant for others, not me, I'm not supposed to have that power, then learning, undoing, coming off of that habitual neurological pathway and creating a new neurological pathway with new choices made. So new behaviors happen. So new life results is the applied mindfulness part post-clearing and cutting of the body connection. So that's the vibration of the system. I'm so psyched you follow that.
0: It makes absolute sense because what you just said right there, the, the, the modification, the behavior modification, you know, and, and it's Eckhart Tolle says it as well. As soon as you make the unconscious conscious, you've interrupted the pattern. But then the most important part is, yeah, that's exactly, but the most important part is you have to habitually interrupt the pattern. It comes up again, you do the new neurological pathway. And as soon as the new neurological pathway is instinctual, it takes over and the new results impact in your life. So yeah, it's brilliant. And I want to connect that to what you said earlier about manifestation. The book Secret took the world by storm, right? I mean, you, you can do it. And, I, and, I, and it, you've got to give a lot of props to it because I think it really, it really manifested itself as you know, the power of the mind and power of the thought and belief. Now, I also do a lot of manifestation work and I've seen a lot in my life happen as well. I guess one part that I kind of sometimes struggle with is, and Dr. Joe Dispenza teaches this, is believing and living and feeling as if it's already here.
1: Which is impossible to do if you have never had that thing before.
0: Correct. So, what would you say about that? Because I know it's an important component as what others teach.
1: It's key. And this is where I'm really a different voice in this community. So,
0: Ooh, I'm I, eager. <laughs>
1: I, I, I've had a long term client of mine who's actually trained all the way up through master level before he created a vibration upgrade system. He's been a long term client. He's a scientist and he has gone to some, and God bless Dispensa for what he's opened up and for the people that he helps. Because I'll help the people that are drawn towards me, he'll help the people that are drawn towards that. Him elevating the consciousness, I'm grateful to him. This isn't meant to be a dig, but my client said to me, there is something, I was giving him one of his sessions and he was in Mexico at a dispenser retreat. And he's like, there's just something missing that doesn't happen here that you understand. I say that at the same time, I used to show the secret to my students, my high school students in the classroom, in their uh, transcendentalist unit. And I actually have Bob Proctor and Joe Vitality from The Secret and Beckwith, Michael, Reverend Michael Beckwith, all as endorses on my back. I saw
0: that. That's really cool. Yeah, I couldn't really see it. It was too small, but I was like, it looks, this looks like a familiar face. That's awesome.
1: I'm hooked with them. I mean, Beckwith and I have, I love Dr. Reverend Michael Beckwith. So I'm well steeped in all of this secret and, and the manifestation. And I feel like what I hear repeatedly, and, and it was beautiful, some of the people who've worked with me the longest amount of time, vibrational grade practitioners were doing a practice of their workshops that I basically, it's a business in a box. I give people after I attune them, showing them how to now step out there and, and, and help people, the model. So they were practicing these workshops and I heard a couple of them say, Dr. Allison, I, so they were talking about themselves, not to me. They were as if in front of an audience Um, I was searching. I found the law of attraction. I was really excited about it. It opened me up to something more being possible. Then I found Dr. Allison and she showed me the how. So I feel like really what I am doing is I am filling a gap. I see so many people feel bad about what they don't and do manifest. Like what's in my field? What could I possibly be believing that would cause me to attract this? And all the self-blame and self-punishment. The thing you said about Joe Dispenza, like, it's great. The law of attraction, Esther Hicks says this too. Imagine that it's already there. Feel as if it's already there, but how the hell can you do that if you, it's a brand new thing that's beyond anything you've experienced before? So I fill that gap with the energy medicine clearings, just to, and then the activations to get the person closer to being able to not even yet. See, in the classroom, when I was teaching, I would be teaching a concept. We do the teach art. This is what it is based on what you guys already know. This is what it's not. What? Yeah. I don't know if I can do that. Let's talk (laughs) about interpreting symbolism, Edgar Allan Poe. The kids wouldn't, the students wouldn't be confident. It would still be abstract until they had a success with an interpretation of a piece of symbolism. So I always have had guidance since coming back to the States to have a free monthly call So people can experience what else is possible rather than then and then and then talking because you just have to experience, you have to feel, you have to sense, not just the intellect getting fed. And I feel like so much of the law of attraction and so much of what others are doing, it's talking about the concepts and then people can't seem to fully implement it. Or when they do, they have miscreations and then they blame themselves and then, or they say this stuff doesn't work. There's a missing gap there. And, and you can hear the passion in my voice because I feel like in a way, like people hopping on YouTube videos for five minutes or 10 minutes and hearing this stuff or seeing social media memes, they're all inspired to go for more and then they don't make it happen. And it's not even about making it happen. It's, it's weird that I use that wording, but that it doesn't come to fruition and then they feel bad and they give up. And this stuff, it is a universal law. It's actually the law of magnetics in, in, in the more formal terming, the law of attraction is. So,
0: so what you're saying is the how is what you say is you clear out some of the patterns that are causing you from it. So kind of like the clearing out, and then you use a really nice word. I think you said, then you, then you do the production, right? I mean, then, then you go in there and kind of get the The
1: activation, activation,
0: yes, please. That's much better word. Yeah. The activation. And that's, that's kind of your, your secret to the how, correct?
1: It's to help get somebody closer to, instead of blocking themselves, I don't deserve to have this thing I'm wanting to manifest. And they don't even know that they consciously think that or a past life. When I went to manifest something this big, when I was wealthy before, I lost it all. And, and I don't ever want to be that wealthy again. You stay emotionally in another lifetime and it, your cells take it in. So it's trapped in your cellular memory. So when you reincarnate, it's there, clearing that out. So somebody will let themselves have more wealth. Another one is when I was going for something I wanted and I I was away on business, a house fire happened and I lost my entire family. Another emotional trauma. So the person isn't going to go away necessarily. So if, if the manifestation they're desiring requires them to go away, they won't do it. So there's all of these unconscious, completely unaware, people are unaware of, and they're illogical. So much of it's childlike conclusions. So to approach the law of attraction or manifestation intellectually doesn't get you there. So that clearing and activation component is, is I, I tune in and I see where the person's blocking themselves and we clear it. And then we activate the positive And then I coach them with the applied mindfulness to get them closer to them being able to see the possibility because they can hold more presence and feel themselves closer to allowing what they're desiring to manifest. Because that's the key. Most people are blocking instead of allowing.
0: That's, that's so simple, subtle, yet so powerful.
1: It's huge. I can spend years clearing out the yeah. lack of allowing and the blocking that people are doing. I'm not meant to have success. I, I'm afraid to go for success. I might fail. What if I fail? I remember that time when dad beat me because I failed so bad on that. Oh, so much stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Dr. Allison, this is so fascinating. I think we could go on for hours on this. And I, and I know you have something coming up here too. So how can people get in touch with you, contact with you? How, moreover, how can they work with you? I, I, honestly, I would be very interested to work with you as well.
1: <laughs> All right. I, I think that it would be a good fit. So I'm going to go ahead. I, I am not usually making this offer. It seems to be about 1% of the podcasts I'm on, but because of you and how advanced your, your audience is, I'm going to, this is my latest book. I
0: appreciate that. Thank you. The Dragon
1: sure. Master Creatrix. And then conversations with a female spiritual teacher for these new times. It's written in story form by me, but the introduction is written by one of my students who traveled to meet me internationally. I take people to sacred sites and power spots when training them to become a vibrational great practitioner and tuning them. And so it's the story of her coming internationally to meet me there with all the other students. The first half of every chapter is story form of like going to a sacred site, going to a stone circle for the first time, being led in by me getting the attunements, getting trained by me, interacting with the others and the conversations. And then the second half is me in a Q and A form and their actual questions. I spent so much time going through the questions (sighs) And, and, and I was uncomfortable. I was on an edge. That's rare for me because of how much I was letting out to the public rather than holding in my mastermind. And so there's questions in there like, Dr. Allison, how do I stop caring so much about what other people think of me? Because in that, if I go for allowing myself to access more of this light and power, who am I going to have to give up, Ah, right? So that means also I care about what other people think of me and I allow that to limit my choices as well to how free I get. So there's questions in there that are very applicable to day-to-day life. It's not only about like opening the third eye kind of a thing. So that book, if you go, I'll give you the link to dragon master we'll
0: we'll post it up and and we'll we'll post it in the show
1: notes but hold on a second you get a free month when you buy dragon master creatrix and you go to DragonMasterCreatrix.com. you can go to that page and get the access to amazon and my full books are all there but on this page come back with the receipt put in the number and you'll get a free month of working with me and activate your magic and videos where i'm doing energy medicine from three sacred sites Mm -hmm. one's a stone circle all focused on abundance and um, fertility and harvest in Ireland to our at Mayan ruins where I'm sending energy healing, energy medicine from one from the pyramid of the sun for yang energy and one from the pyramid of the moon for yin energy. So those three videos plus a month of receiving activate your magic. That's amazing. So I'm going to open that up.
0: Such an awesome offer. Thank you. Uh, And community take advantage of that. We're going to have that in the show notes. That's amazing. Dr. Allison, I did want to ask you the question. I think it's kind of personal to me as well. When that thought came up to me, like, would I have to give up? And that it came up when I was get there, and it said the thought said that you have to give up your family. What do you What do you say to that? Like, I mean, is there something that you're like that's the biggest bullshit your mind is selling you? I mean, what do you What do you say to that? You know, and that kind of I guess interrupted the flow that I had going.
1: Well, I could say to you that's bullshit, but that doesn't help. you. Yeah. Instead, what I go intuitively, I'm like a fine-tuned instrument at this point because the decades of doing this work, I already got the intuitive hit about what's behind that. And it's one of the things I listed. So in another lifetime, when you've stepped out and let yourself be like a leader is the word that wants to come out of my mouth, you lost your family. So I would need to, and I, this sounds so cliche. It's from past life, but I'll tell you what, when I have past life information and people want the story, I don't typically give it. I just use it for the clearing to get you freer. And I I resist going into past life as a cause for stuff. It's what is being presented to me. And then when I clear it, people get freer. So I got to keep doing it anyway. So losing your family when you were stepped out as a leader before is stuck in your cellular memory. There is a that makes you sabotage yourself when doing that. So it's not just bullshit.
0: That's so interesting. Thank you. Thank you. you, Thank you. Thank you so much. People check out the book. Where can they follow you on social uh, media? Do you have a website that they can go to as well? I'd love, I think our audience is going to find this so interesting.
1: Vibrationalupgrade.com is my website. And then if you want to join us in Facebook in our free group, it's Vibrational Upgrade, the free group on Facebook. I have a YouTube channel under my name, Allison J. K. And that's the same K-A-Y is the last name. J is the middle initial. 1L and Allison. And that's how I'm listed on Amazon too, with my four books. So come on in and play.
0: Nice. I love it, Dr. Allison. Thank you so much. This has been nothing but a treat.
1: I agree. And
0: and yeah, absolutely. And I think our audience is going to find this so helpful. And like I always tell you guys, guys, go back and listen to this again. You will find nuggets, you will find wisdom, mostly from Dr. Allison, of course. (laughs) And It'll, it'll just be so uh, transformative. But most importantly, take some action. I think that's what I always encourage you guys. Take some action on it. Dr. Allison, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for being here. And everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Balance Being podcast with Guni Sodi. And like I always say, if you found this valuable, if, it, if it's helping you shift in the positive direction, bring more balance and vibrate to your vibration to your life, share it you know, subscribe and, and and let's get the community on here. So thank you so much. Take care. We hope this episode helped make your life simple. It would mean the absolute world to us if you share, subscribe, and let others know about the work we do here. Thank you. And join us next week on the Balanced Being Podcast with Guni Sodi.